Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. To leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 bo bingan, banana, banana, bo bingan, feet fine, mo minkan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Monday, and what a weekend, what a weekend. There was a lot going on over the weekend. UC and Xavier lost games that they needed to win. I think they're pretty much, they were on the bubble. I think the bubble has burst. <laughs> The bubble is no longer holding them up. They have uh, come tumbling down, looks like. I don't know if they can pull their way out of this one to get into the tournament. They just lost too many games to teams. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's just I don't think they'll make it this year. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is leaving the NFL going to be the offense assistant coach and offensive coordinator at UCLA. And there was an article, uh, somebody, I think it was, was it the Grio or the Root? And they were saying the NFL should be ashamed that Eric Bieniemy has to go back to college. But I don't know, it's something going on with Eric Bieniemy that people probably don't know about because the NFL, they're hiring black coaches. They've got black coaches and everybody he interviews with, they don't hire him for some reason, as far as a head coach It's something going on with the enemy that maybe we don't know about, but he just can't seem to get a head coaching job. He still didn't get a head coaching job in college. He's the offensive coordinator. So I don't know what's up with the enemy, but uh, he is out. He is out of the NFL and back to college. Victor Glover. Remember that name, Victor Glover, because he's going to be the first black astronaut to circle the moon. Yes. He will be the first black astronaut to circle the moon. I guess the next uh, trip to the moon, they'll have uh, uh, astronauts on there. Yes. So uh, remember that name. You will hear it again. Victor Glover. Yes. The Bengals are, they haven't publicly announced it, but the rumors are swirling, and I think it's true. Uh, they're going to tag T. Higgins with the franchise tag. He'll go from $3 million he made last year 
made three million up to twenty one point something million. That's a big raise, don't you think? Jeez. From three million to twenty one million? Oh man. A hell of a raise. Dolly Parton has given her stamp of approval to Beyonce's latest country single. She said, I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. I told y'all that song, Beyonce nailed it on Texas Hold'em. She nailed it. A woman lost her $823,000 injury claim after lawyers found a photo of her winning a Christmas tree throwing competition. Yeah, she was uh, filing an injury claim, claimed she couldn't do this, she couldn't do that, and uh, sued the insurance company for 823000 She had her injury claim tossed after the court saw a photo of her taking part in a Christmas tree throwing competition. And she's throwing it, too. <laughs> See, y'all folks, when y'all got these automobile injury claims and all this stuff, y'all better stay off of social media and all that stuff. They want, they look for that stuff. Oh, I can't walk. Oh, my back is bad. And they see you picking up stuff in the yard and doing all this. Y'all better, y'all better chill out. Better chill out. $823,000 injury claim and it's thrown out. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, South Korean companies are offering workers $75,000 to have babies. The country is in desperate need of more people. And so now they're paying for people to have kids. And they don't give you the 75 for one kid. Uh, they break it down. Uh, they'll give you 20000 for the first kid, and um, then they'll go up to like twenty five, and then they'll give you thirty or something like that. They're not giving it all to you at once. Twenty thousand for the first one, and then you have another one. You get a little bit more, and it keeps going up. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and they're giving seven hundred and fifty dollars a month to parents who have children until their babies turn one. So when you have the baby, they're giving you $750 a month until the baby turns one, in addition to the money they're giving you to have the child. When you have your third child, you get $30,000. $30,000 on your third child and the $750 a month until that kid is one. Boy, you think it's going to be a lot of lovemaking going on in South Korea. Will you be my baby daddy? <laughs> That's what they're going to be asking. <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Uh, former Cowboys receiver Golden Richards, known for his famous Super Bowl catch, dies at the age of 73. I, boy, it seems like everybody's dying around my age, and that scares the hell out of me. Why are people 
dying so much in their 70s. You Lincoln, know. well, how old do you think you're supposed to live? <laughs> you know. in your 70s. <laughs> I don't know. But, geez. Uh, yeah, Golden Richards, he caught a touchdown pass off of a gadget play in 1978 super, in the 78 Super Bowl. And uh, he died of congestive heart failure in his home. He was 73. Unbelievable. Uh, did you see uh, uh, Best of Black last night? Irving won. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I learned a lot about Dionne Warwick. I didn't know how much of an impact she's had in her career. Like, I, I, I couldn't tell you a Dionne Warwick song. Really? But I've seen her face oh. and I've heard her oh, sing, man. like, quite a bit this last year. She had some songs, let me tell you. She, she was, she's got that people voice. People consider her, like, the first or the original pop star. Yeah. Do you know the way to San Jose? That was my always my favorite, San Jose. And What's It All About? Alfie was a good one, too. Uh, she had some great songs. All right. Uh, let's see. And, boy, the crowd was rather mad. I know. I looked on the table, and I didn't see a lot of drinks on the table. I saw mostly bottled water. So I don't know what the deal was with that, whether they said no alcohol here or what. You know, it had a lot of religious stuff going on there, too. You know, a lot of church singing. And, you know, Donald Lawrence and all that stuff. So I was just wondering. They was trying their hardest not to have an Oscars Will so Smith moment. Wait, say that again. My headphones went out. Having, they was trying to make sure they weren't going to have an Oscars Will Smith moment. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, nobody was competing. You just already had won the award, and they called you up to receive it. So. Also, you got to remember, Jay-Z <laughs> just got up on a Grammy stage yes. when, after winning. Yes. With no beef with nobody. Yeah. But this was Talking recorded. About Beyonce should have won album of the year. They could have edited any bad stuff out of there because it was recorded and it was definitely edited down. But uh, I just noticed I didn't see a whole lot of drinks on tables. So, um, you know, and the, the religious stuff, they had a lot of gospel groups there. It was pretty good. Uh, what's the guy's name that's coming to the festival? October London. He did a good job. He did a good job. Yes. All right. Let's see what else we've got going on here. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were out at the Lakers game in Phoenix yesterday. And that game was on TV, too. I think it was. Yeah. I think that game was on TV yesterday. I missed it. But it was on TV. AT&T is going to make it right to all the customers who lost their service last Thursday, they're going to really deep dig deep down in their pockets to make it right. They're giving you $5 back for your inconvenience. They're the last of the big-time spenders. $5 is what they're going to give you. <laughs> Come on. Hey, what if somebody lost their service for half the day, they couldn't work, and all kind of stuff? I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh, boy. Let's see here. What else is going on here? Oh, uh, if you want some free wings from Buffalo Wild Wings today, um, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers went into overtime during the big game on February 11th, which means Buffalo Wild Wings is giving out free wings Monday 
According to a press release, this will be the first time fans will be able to redeem this offer since the brand launched the program in 2019. So today, the offer is valid Monday, February 26th, between 2 and 5 p.m. local time. Customers can drop by their local Buffalo Wild Wings store on Monday to redeem this offer. You'll get six free boneless or traditional wings in any sauce or seasoning. And you can dine in or carry out. How about so that? So you just walk in and say, I want some Just wings? walk in and say, I want the Super Bowl free wings. Interesting. That's what they say. <laughs> just walk in. And I know what I'm eating today. <laughs> just walk in there. Let's see, where is there a Buffalo? Okay, I know where one right there on Ken, yeah, right Phil's Ken Erdo, Kenwood Road there. All right, not Kenwood Road, but on uh, Reed, uh, not, Glendale Milford Road and, and uh, not far from Kenwood there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, there you go. There ain't you go. Anyone closer, though, like in Clifton? Or am I, I tripping? I don't know. I'm not sure. But that's right in my area out there, so. I'm going to hit that one up on my way home. On my way home. A Texas man is guilty of making $1.8 million. Now, let me tell you how this happened. So the wife works for a, a, an oil company. And I guess uh, this oil company was going to buy the uh, Travel Centers of America, these rest stops. And... It might have been BP she worked for. So anyway, she worked at home, and he worked at home, and he could hear her talking with the corporate people about them uh, buying the travel centers. So he's eavesdropping, and he hears that, and he goes out and buys a whole lot of stock in the travel centers. Well, after they buy the travel centers, the stock goes up and he makes one point eight million dollars. Somehow they found out about it. I don't know whether she I think she told him what he had done and they fired her, fired her. And. Um, man. That was kind of crazy. They say he purchased forty six thousand four hundred fifty shares of travel center stock without his wife's knowledge before the deal was announced. After it was announced, the price rose 71%. 71%. (laughs) And he knew the information was confidential. His wife, a BP merger and acquisition manager, told her bosses about her husband's uh, uh, revelation and was fired, despite there being no evidence of wrongdoing on her part. They just fired her. Well, so, that sucks because she was trying to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she then moved out of their shared home and initiated divorce proceedings a few months later, ignoring a handwritten note from her husband in which he apologized for violating her trust, per the complaint. <laughs> Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
But that's also why a lot of companies are very adamant about when you work from home that you are in a secure location yeah. where can't nobody hear you or see your computer screen and stuff like that. That's for, for, yep. for, for precisely that reason. Yep. And I don't know what you have told your company. Could they have found out, I guess, last name? They probably could have found out. That, um, but do companies really do all that background check, research about who is like who is invested in their stock? Like, do they do all that for every single person who has a piece of their stock? It seems like a kind of lot of stock. You know, you would maybe look at that and see what's what's up here. Why did they buy all the stock just before? You know, we bought this this company just before. So I mean, I it's know. dishonest. So at some point, whether it was now or in the future, he was going to pay the price for it because everything done in the dark comes to the light. And I get, like, as somebody who likes to do the right thing and thinks that even when nobody's looking, you should do the right thing, I don't know. I probably would have had <laughs> I probably would have had a hard time because, really, you being smart at this point. I'm proud of you. You listened to a conversation and was like, you know what? I might make some money here. But that's the that's the human flesh part of me. The yeah. God, the Christ-like part of me know that, yeah, this was wrong, and I should probably come clean. Yep. I mean, they both were working there, and I guess they had an office in the house, and they both had computers and stuff set in, and he could hear. And he was like, what? They're getting ready to do what? Let me buy some stock here. Let me buy this stock. But see, that was a conversation that he should have had with his wife <laughs> so that they could have that conversation yeah. and come to that, that decision together. That's why even though you're the man of the house and you're the lead, you're the head, you still got to consult with me because now I'm out of a job and you out yep. of a wife. Yep, yep. She's divorcing him. Did you hear about Donald Trump? These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But... Uh... I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones, you see. That's how far I've come. That's how far I've come. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The lights are so bright, I can't see anybody but the blacks out there. Unbelievable. And then he says, blacks relate to me because of all my felonies. And, and oh, boy, unbelievable. But this is who some of y'all are championing right. for your president. And I saw they interviewed some black folks down in South Carolina. I was just disappointed in what I was listening to. Black folks, well, I think I'm doing better when Trump was in office than I'm doing with Biden in office. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Those folks in South Carolina, black folks, too. What's up with the black folks in South Carolina? Oh, I need to take a break, and we'll come right back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Woo! That's right, I want all y'all to walk on over to the bridge with me. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you. And uh, like I was saying before, now, if you're a reader... And you want some free books. Uh, after the show today, I'll be down in the lobby giving away some free books to people who love to read. I got all kind of books. And uh, I mean, you, you just name it. I've got them. Um, an actor and a gentleman. Uh, Lou Gossett. Got that. 
Heart of a Man, uh, Delisa Bracey, got that one. Oh, I got Behind the Scenes, The Untold Story of the Riots, Peter Bronson. I, I was looking at this. It's got, he says, um, they followed crowds of young thugs and rioters as they went wild down streets carrying signs, wearing bandana masks like like the Wild West train robbers, breaking window, windows, uh, uh, setting stores on fire, stealing shoes, clothing, and TVs while police cruisers crept along behind them like some kind of bizarre escort for a parade of crime and uh, insanity. Then he goes on to say on WDBZ, the new AM station that's laid the claim on being the new voice of black Cincinnati talk show hosts and callers gave on air reports from the midst of the rioting, describing the scene in vivid detail as uh, as looters uh, stepped through gaping holes in the shattered store windows, emerging with armloads of designer warmups and, and suits and bling. Oh, I remember that. I remember those days. I remember that riot. Oh, yeah. I like how he says uh, the new AM station that laid claim to being the new voice of black Cincinnati. Unbelievable. All right. I got that book to give. I, I got all kind of books. Elin Harris. You ever heard of him? Not a day goes by. I got the Nathaniel Jones. Nathaniel Jones. Judge Nathaniel Jones answering the call. I got his. America, I am. And they got some crazy stuff. It's not all. Why is it always about you? <laughs> and, got, and these are people who sent me these things. Some of them ended up on the show. Some of them didn't. Why black men love white women. Why black men love white women. And that's just, these are just, I got like stacks of books in here that I'm giving away. Victory over sickness and pain. Yeah. We've even got uh, one of Sister V's favorite books, Medicine. Medicine. Remember we had that guy in the studio and um, all the activist ladies fell in love with him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'll, I'll give you some more titles. But yeah, if you meet me at 115, meet me at 115 in the lobby and. Did you tell security you was doing this? Because they're going to be bombarded with a whole I don't think people. so. I don't think so. You know, I don't think it's going to be that many people yeah, okay. down there. You know, I don't think it's going to be that many. But, um, you know, if you're a reader, uh, man, I didn't know all these books was in my office. I guess I've been in that office for something like 20 years. I think we've been here for about 20 years, I believe. So... They just kept piling up, piling up. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend Lisa Baker. How are you? 
I got lines four, five, and six. They all ring, and they want to know what time again, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you better let security know. <laughs> One fifteen. One fifteen. Yes. I remember Elin Harris. I think yeah. a lot of, that was during my age group. We was reading all the Elin Harris books when we yeah. were in college. <laughs> I got I got got one here to give away to somebody. Okay. Not a day goes by. Not a day goes by. <laughs> Lincoln, so I looked for you this weekend because Second Wind gave a free concert, a free, free, free concert at the Hard Rock Casino. Oh. And I was looking around, it was standing room only. I was looking around, I was like, I'm sure Lincoln Ware is here. It's free. But then I realized it didn't start till 10 p.m. <laughs> That's my bedtime. <laughs> well, they'll be over at the uh, Hollywood Casino in uh, April. So uh, uh, I'll, you'll, see, you'll catch me there. Hopefully it's a day concert because I tell you, come 10 p.m., I was like, okay. Yeah. I got old school out. And we was driving home at 1 a.m. And we was so tired. Yeah. Like, Stay out them kind of hours, but it was a great concert, Lincoln. Lincoln, happy Monday. We're looking for two people. The first one, Amanda Jones. Amanda Jones, she's wanted for felony probation violation. She's a white female, 38 years old, 5'6", 170 pounds. She has a history of burglary, robbery, and drug charges. Last known to live in the 3200 block of Colerain Avenue in Camp Washington. That's Amanda Jones. We're also looking for Donisha Lucky, District 3 detectives. They're looking for Donisha Lucky, wanted for burglary. Donisha Lucky is a black female. She's 36 years old, 5'7", 175 pounds, has a history of theft and criminal damaging, last known to live in the 2500 block of Warsaw Avenue in Price Hill. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Amanda Jones or Donisha Lucky, Give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 513-352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. Yeah, I got to found this book here. It says, help, I'm horny. No, help, I'm holy, but I'm horny. You need to keep that one. <laughs> Go ahead and keep that one. I'm holy, but I'm horny. Put that now, on to the side. if you're keep holy, why do you have to be horny? See, that's... That's what I don't know. Amen. I could tell, I could probably guess what the synopsis is for that book just from the title. I'm holy, but I'm horny. Unbelievable. Probably somebody who believe in God but can't control their carnal urges. Oh boy! All right, uh, let's take a break. These are just a few of the books that I have to give away today. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Where's that book? I'm holy, but I'm horny. That those sanctified women. <laughs> you know, you can, according to Marvin Gaye, those sanctified women were something else. Yeah, yeah, that's what. I, like it's so funny to me. Y'all really be thinking that because somebody is saved that they shouldn't enjoy sex or well, enjoy what that entails. Now they Again, think they the should. The one that said that the marriage bed is undefiled, like yeah, sex that, is sex. I think though the people who are like they're the ones that are thinking this stuff. Not everybody else. Everybody else like you better get busy. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
All right, let's move along. 513-749-1230. Pharaoh! Hey, Lincoln. How you doing? Uh, all right. You know, Lincoln, you were talking Thursday about the euphemisms that black people used back yes. in the day. Yes, You know, different names. I had wrote down a, a little list of some of the names that blacks used to use and used to say, you know, uh, uh, expressing themselves about certain things. You know, like we used to say, if you had a secret uh, you don't want nobody to know about. You told only a few people. Instead of saying keeping it, you know, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we would say keep it on the down low. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You remember? Yeah. How we that. talked about the Electra two twenty five. Deuce and a quarter. How we used to call it deuce and a quarter. Yes. You know, if you went to eat and you ate a lot, you know, you pigged out. You know, pig out. You know, yeah. ate a lot. If you was going home, you know. You didn't call it home. You crib. started going to the crib. Crib. You know, if you was going to sleep, you didn't call it go to sleep. You know, I'm going to crash. Or I'm going to get some Z's. Yeah, you say I'm, <laughs> I'm crash. You know, you talk about the booger bear. You know, contrary <laughs> to the booger bear, if you saw a girl who was fine, you know, you called her a fox, you yeah, know, yeah. or a star, yeah, you know. She's a fox. You know, we talked about somebody who was a good friend of yours. You know, you called him your ace, Boone Coon, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. If a girl... Let you go, you know. Y'all didn't quit. That means that she fired you. Yeah. You know, if somebody said something that you were in agreement with, you know, see, I heard that. You know. Yeah. But yeah. even when it came to fighting, we didn't say fighting. You know, we said scrapping. Yeah. Or either throwing down. You know, or either even throwing down. You well, know. Cam Newton was see, throwing down this weekend. Yeah, Did you hear about that, that fight? I'll tell you about that a little bit later. But see, go ahead, Pharaoh. When we talked about when we talked about. Sunglasses. We didn't call them sunglasses. You know, we called it shades. You know, you know, we talk about our shades. Yep. Instead of sunglasses, we didn't say job. We said gig. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me gig. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't call it a car. We said my ride. Yeah. You know, we said my ride. You know, if you had on a nice suit, you had on a nice suit. Bind. You, know, you called it a bind. Yeah. You know, because the way it hung on you. If you had on nice shoes, you didn't say shoes. A lot of people called it, you got pretty feet. You know, you got on pretty feet. Okay. A, say, I never really heard that one. <laughs> yeah, I heard people, a lot of people say, I heard, say that, pretty feet. If you had on a nice hat, you know, people didn't call it a hat. Sky piece. Call it a sky piece. You <laughs> yeah. know, if you had on clothes, nice clothes, you know, they they call them clothes. They say threads. Yeah. Man, threads. it's nice threads yeah. you got on, you yeah. know. Threads. You had on some nice clothes, you know. And uh, quickly, uh, quickly, if, quickly. If you had an older guy, yeah. if you had an older guy who who was smooth with the girls or something like that, dressed nice, you know, call him a cat daddy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And cat the, the last one, Lincoln, Uh-oh. is the last one we was called different guys who from the word pimple. From the word pimple, I think I told you this before. From the word pimple, you get the word pimp, mm-hmm. short. Right. Because they say, but the word is pimple, because a pimple, you know, is like a bump on the skin mm-hmm. that lives off of the surrounding tissue and oh. the blood. And that's why they so call the same it was with a pimp. Okay. So instead of saying <laughs> pimple, you say pimp. pimp. So you say you he, cut it short. Because he's the living off is, the girls around him, and yeah. a pimple lives because off. You live off yeah. the girls, or you yeah. get your collection of women. Yeah. And, you know, and you live off of them. So that's why you say pimp, but the word is pimple. All right. It's the root word. All right. I never knew that. 
Oh, yeah. All right, Lincoln. All right, Farrell. Yeah. Thanks for your yeah. call. Okay. <laughs> that's Is where that true? I, I have no idea. I'm going, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was talking about scrapping. Uh, Cam Newton was at a, a youth camp, a seven-on-seven youth football camp, and apparently he got to fighting with the coaches. At first they were saying these were some of the kids there. No, these were coaches. And – uh, hey, they didn't throw him down. His hat didn't come off his head, but they were scrapping big time. They were slinging around. Cam did not get sacked. And he's a big dude. You know, Cam, is he was one of the biggest quarterbacks in the NFL when he played. And those cats didn't take him down. But the thing about it, they made the coaches leave and Cam Newton. Weeball Sports co-founder Nehemiah Mitchell told The Athletic that everyone involved in the altercation, including Newton, was removed from the event. Man. But they were scrapping pretty good. Scrapping pretty good. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to uh, Rick Jr. Rick Jr., what's going on? It's hot down there in Dallas today, huh? It's going to uh, be yeah, 90, de- yeah, 90 hey, I'm degrees. I'm going to swim in the morning. I'm sad. You know, I'm, I'm crying about the Bearcats. But yeah, I, like I told you before, you got to give them about a year or two to get their recruits in. Now, you know, because I've still got faith in that coach because people already want his head, you know, that, that, that UC coach. Yes, but but you got to give his. You, you got to. I want to see how good a recruiter my man is. If he's a good recruiter, uh, and being in the Big Twelve, I say you hang hang on to him. Now, now I want to talk. It looks like after your last call, it's like anything go today as far as uh, subject. I want to talk a little bit about Avondale history. Okay, uh, did you know that there was a? Uh, of course, I this this that was a. I shouldn't even say that. You know, I know good work. You know, you don't know this. There was a cemetery over there in Avondale, up there. It was an area called, you, you ever heard of Burnerville? Where? No, you never heard of Burnerville. B-E-R-N-O-N-V-I-L-L-E. Burnerville, you know, you do know what Vernon Place is. Vernon Place? Yes, I know where yeah, Vernon Place oh, okay. is. It's where Vernon the, uh, Bill, the, Vernon Manor, the Vernon Manor Hotel was over right. there. Yes. It was in the middle of Vernonville, right? And that cemetery was up in that general area. And I can't tell you exactly where it was. I saw it on a map. But it was like up there. It was right down Vernon. It was just uh, north of Vernon, uh, the Vernon Manor on Vernon Place, down to almost down to... Uh, well, let me see, just to just north of East University, okay? And then it goes uh, east all the way down. Okay, halfway. you're telling this to tell us what? No, I'm just telling you, just, just give, give you a little history. It's okay. kind of funny, though. They moved these, you know, okay, there was a cemetery up there. It was a, it was a, a Methodist cemetery. They moved the bodies, like, in late 1800s out to Spring Grove. And they put they put all the bodies on one section of cemetery. Now this is the interesting part. All those streets, Harvey, yeah. I mean they're named after people. William Burnett, uh, 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 let me see, uh, uh, Harvey. 
Let me see, Will Burnett, uh, there, there was a heart. And all those were named after states and stuff. Well, and, those, and those people were were in that cemetery. That's, that's all I'm saying. And they moved their bodies to the, in one section of uh, Spring Grove. You know, right. This is like in the late, late 1890s. All right. Well, who was yeah. who was William Howard Taft uh, named after? Well, well that's just the president, the <laughs> fattest, the fattest president I I, in I was, history. You I was know, trying they, to uh, get you tripped up. I was trying had to trip to put you in up. a special bathtub. I know, so I big. know. They, I know. We know. We know the story uh, on. Now, now, now you <laughs> asking them crazy words. Tell me, you know, when I first I heard of a uh, killing back in. I, I was yeah. a square. I, I was an engineer. I All tell. engineers were squares. Okay, I can tell. I heard at first. I heard the word killing. You know, I heard that. First time I heard that term was like, uh, I guess it was like about 1978, 1979. I said, what is that? They say, I'm chilling. What the hell is that? I'm looking at Where'd that come from? Did that come from a movie or the rappers? Or where'd that term come from? I'm not sure, but, you know, you're just relaxing, you know, cooling out, taking it easy. Thanks for your call. I got to chill because I got to take a break right here on 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. Love is a house, and you got the keys. Lincoln, where till one at one. Shopton coming up right here on twelve thirty. The buzz. All right, five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. Lincoln, where with you? And let's see, you got a couple of um. Uh, what did I do with? I brought up a couple more books to show you. But um, we'll show them to you in a few minutes. Show them to you in a few minutes. But at 1.15, I'll be downstairs in the lobby giving away some uh, free books to anybody that might want to do a whole lot of reading. I got a whole lot of books. And most of them are, uh, you know, about black folks. Most of them. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go to Roger. Roger, how are you? Yeah, Lincoln, I was talking to Blade the other day, and we were talking about all the people you brought to our community, and we don't okay. want you to bring anybody else to our Ro- community. Roger, hold on a second, Roger. Now, I, you, you sound like the original old Roger, but you almost sound like you're trying to change your voice, too, to sound like that Roger. Well, <laughs> well you bought James Craig and um, Leslie Gibbs and, and that idiot P.G. Sittenfield, you know. He, he's in the penitentiary now, and—, and don't bring nobody else to our community. <laughs> okay. All right, Roger, I hear you. Where have you been, Roger? I've been hiding, Lincoln. Okay, you've been hiding. Why have you been hiding? Uh, so I wouldn't have to see you. Because you're bad news, Lincoln. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. All right, Roger. Whatever, Roger. It sounds like you're... You you're trying to sound like Roger, and you're you, not the regular you, Roger. You, you're not going to bring anybody up to our community, are you? I will bring oh. a whole lot of people to the community. Oh. And, and you brought James Craig to our community. Oh, too. okay, unbelievable! I didn't bring him. The city manager brought him. 
Well, you endorsed him. <laughs> Nothing I would have could have done to keep him from the community. Well, yeah, and, and you've had that prosecutor on your show at least four or five times. So don't don't bring that prosecutor back on your show. No Melissa more. Powers has only been on the show one time. So what the hell are you talking about? Well, it's been more than one time. Oh, please. All right, Roger. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Lincoln. Okay. See. <laughs> Uh, five minutes. Uh, yeah, he sounded like the Roger that called a few years ago, but then he almost didn't sound like Roger. Sounded like somebody was pretending. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, Roger was r- weird. Somebody said that sounded, that was a weird call. Well, the Roger who used to call years ago he was weird, but that didn't sound, it sounded a little like him, but I don't think it was. And anybody who was listening back then might recall uh, Roger calling pretty much every day. Twin, how you doing? What's up? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, huh? Yes, it is. What's going how on? How was your weekend, man? It was great. Uh, ain't nothing wrong. Did you crown it up this weekend? Uh, I took a couple of hits of crown on Saturday while mm-hmm. watching the UC Bearcats. Oh, Miss Sherry had to help you out the chair, huh? <laughs> no. With the 24K Trump shoes on, huh? <laughs> Actually, I came down here to the station Saturday. I came down to clean out my office. You don't got no office, Tommy. Everybody came to clean out. Oh, you ain't got no office. I don't have right one. I don't have one now, but I had <laughs> uh, one as of Friday, uh, Saturday. So the great uh, Eric Mays there, huh? Yeah, out of order. Yeah, I seen that. I thought you know it was fake news, but I seen him like, oh man, he was supposed to come back to work today. Yeah, like I think you so. Said, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, they going out here like I'm telling blocks, Lincoln, man, like. Man, Lee How old was people. Eric Mays? How old was he? He was, that, was it, 65, 70. He was up there, I know that. Yeah. I believe he was up there 70, I want to say. Let me so he was almost in your stumping ground, <laughs> <laughs> Man, ain't going out like flies, man, because, man, Lincoln, he, he, uh, somebody found him dead at his house or whatever. He's supposed to remember my cousin. He just got out the joint. My little seven-year-old cousin went upstairs. Uh, he, he, was, like, he was 65 years old. <clears throat> yeah. My 65. Went up, yeah. Found my other oldest cousin. He, he just turned 54 back in uh, January 28th. My seven-year-old found him dead up there. And everything said he wasn't moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gone. That's crazy. You, you never next. Tomorrow's not promised. You yeah, just got to pray up, Link. Because, hey, I hate for you to, you know, up up out of here, Lincoln. Soon, you know, one day you're here, the next day you're gone. That's it. That could be for anybody. I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it'd be a shocking too for us <laughs> as we, you know, get our comedian, you know, laugh at you and everything. Hey, Lincoln. Yeah. Hey, them club seats gonna be ready. Oh yeah, they'll the music be. Fast come. They'll be ready. Yeah. Or, they'll, or be, they'll ready. be ready. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think it's a lot easier putting them in than taking them out. So they it shouldn't take long. 
Because we looked up and they were all gone. We don't even know when they start taking them out. They were gone. I don't think, uh, I think probably by the middle of, uh, middle to the end of next month, you'll see them start to go back in. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Hey, you see that Cam New video, man? Was he wrong yeah. or not? I don't know. I don't know what started it. The video, you just see him when it starts, they're scuffling. You don't know. Somebody said he was trying to break up a fight, and then somebody else says he was in the fight, and they made him leave along with the other people. Then a little young dude tried to snake him from behind. <laughs> hey, you got to so, watch the fuck video. But, hey, he didn't go down. He didn't go down. He, oh, no, no, they didn't no. sack him. He's going to so knock one of them little shorties <laughs> out, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Then I seen on the news a little Another fighting and shootout up there on Court Rain at a bar, man. No, nah, that was at um, that was at Domino's. Papa John Domino's, yeah, Domino's Pizza. It's a bar close by, and like, yeah. they just don't want to yeah. kill you, man. You Could know they be. can't put it out there no more. You never know. Ah, uh, you going to get your wings, man? Um, I might stop by there on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bring something to the studio, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> Free giveaway. Thanks for your Hey, Blake Lee, one more, one more, yeah. man. Hold on. Hey, that one Roger either, man. That was somebody else. I know, I know. You you remember hearing Roger? Yeah, I before? remember him calling yeah. in all the time. And yeah. he always say, hold on, Lee. Let me say this, Lee. Hold on. Yeah. And then he'll pause for a minute. Yeah. That one, that was somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I think man. that was somebody pretending to be Roger. All right. Uh, be safe, man. Right. This weather, man. We'll talk to you. Uh, all right. Uh, be safe this weather. The weather's good. It's going to be up to 65 degrees today. And I think tomorrow it might hit 70. Let's take a break. News coming up, 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. And uh, we've been waiting for a long time for this to happen. The Country Meat Company Marketplace is coming to Avondale, and it'll be opening up real soon, real soon. In the studio with me, Tanel and Chanel, right here, with the owners. And uh, tell us about what's getting ready to happen. We, I've been Every time I see you, I say, when are you going to open up the store <laughs> the, the, in Avondale, the uh, Country Meat Company Marketplace? Tell us a little bit about it. Move into that mic there. Okay. Hello, Buzz Nation. Yeah, the time has, you know, finally come. We, uh, we're close to, you know, uh, opening up uh, a much-anticipated uh, Country Meat Co. in Avondale, and we're excited about it. So we got a lot of great things going on. Uh, coming up on March the 2nd from 10 to 2, we're doing a, uh, a job fair. So we want uh, we want the best in the city. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a great barista, if you're a great, you know, bagger, if you're a great assistant manager, whatever it is, yeah. we want the best of the best to come out. So, um 
we we're looking forward to it because we getting we getting closer to that day to opening. You know, in the okay. months now this is a store. this is a full grocery store or mainly you, you. I know you dealing meats down at Finley Market. You right. the meat man down at Finley Market. <laughs> That's right. You know I mean, any type of meat they want, you got it there. We got but, it. Uh, so is it going to be sort of like the same thing? Or? No, it's full grocery. So full we have gro- every everything that you will have at your typical big box store, mm-hmm. just in a, in a in a smaller footprint. So we'll have everything from. From your from your meat to your baby products to your fresh produce, okay, milk, dairy, we'll have it all. And then you know, I'll let y'all in on a little secret. We also have our own in house coffee. Oh, so, okay. So, you, so before you go to work, I can stop. You can on stop by. in, come see us, <laughs> get your fresh coffee. Yes, yes. And hang out with us. Yeah. So we'll have a little bit of everything. I know during the pandemic, I was down there at Finley Market, was stocking up. You know, <laughs> nobody was out except on Saturday. You see them come down there to the Finley Market, and you were busy. You had to take a number <laughs> to get waited on. That was a good thing. We, definitely, that was that was that was a fun time. I mean, everybody else, and that and that's what makes us so different from your big box grocery stores is. Uh, we deal with a lot of fresh cut. So even when you come to our stores, you're getting fresh chicken, you're getting fresh beef. It's not, you know, sitting in somebody's freezer yeah. for 10 months. Yeah. You know, it's actually, you know, it was walking around a couple of days before. So people are going to really appreciate mm-hmm. the quality when they come okay. into our store. Okay. Now, uh, Chanel, you're, you sound, look, you look like you might be somebody that's going to run the store. <laughs> you look like you're going to be managing stuff up in there. No, actually I'm not. I have a great manager um, in place, she will do a wonderful job in making sure that everything mm-hmm. stays stocked, making sure all employees are ready to go, and mm-hmm. we're giving the best service ever. Okay. All right. Now, uh, when will you open? When will the grand opening be? We don't have an exact date set, but within the next month, we'll be okay. open. Okay. So just watch and follow our social media, and it'll pop up on social media when the exact date will be. All right. And you're located right there in the Avondale Town Center. Correct. Right there at Avondale Town Center. And so, folks, uh, get ready for the big grand opening. And uh, I've been waiting for this a long time. I know you've had a lot of uh, struggles to get this store open. Man, oh, yeah. why, you know, what were some of the things uh, you were facing? I, w- I would probably say the, the the toughest challenge is, you know, licensing. I mean, you yeah. got to think when, when you're doing a grocery store, there's so many different moving parts. I mean, every department requires some type of different license. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. just got to wait, 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 go through the process, you know, and, and just knock them out one by mm-hmm, one, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, you know, a lot of licensing is different from liquor. It's yeah, different from, yeah. you know, your grocery stuff. So all those things yeah. are different. They all go have a process that you have to go through in order to, you know, get to the mm-hmm, finish line. Mm-hmm. So I would say that was the most challenging part okay. was licensing. So you'll still have your place down at Finley Market, I guess. Yes, we'll okay, still have good. that. Okay, we'll, all right. That's not going because yeah. the downtown people still need to be right. They still right. I was hoping still, you stayed down there. And you yes, pack up and move out. No, we stay. We stay. We keeping that location. And actually, we're also going to probably expand our product line down there as well. Okay. Since we're going to, since you know, Avondale is a full grocery. Mm-hmm. There, we don't offer any canned goods, any shelf stable items, but seasoning. So we're gonna, uh, we're gonna utilize that platform as well to bring some of, some of the grocery products you know, down to the market. So those people that are in the downtown area okay. will be able to have access to that stuff as well. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you, it's been a long time coming. The folks in Avondale, they've been dying for a grocery store. And so uh, uh, let's see. We got uh, Sandra Mitchell uh, wants to talk to you. Okay. The president of the Avondale community. <laughs> where, where did she go? Okay. Sandra, call back. She was right there. Tell her call back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I know she's been, you know, waiting for this also. I, you know, every time they have a 
uh, Avondale Community Council meeting, I know people ask the question: Where's when the grocery the, store going to open? And, and we getting we getting we getting closer by closer 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 every day. I would say inch by inch, and we 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 here now. So that's yeah. why. And then we wanted to time up the um, the opening with the job fair because we obviously wanted to include yeah. the community because this is this is major. Yeah. Yes, yes. So you want to have them involved. So we wanted as we got closer, we wanted to make sure we rolled that out. So uh, what? Uh, once again, wh- what kind of workers are you looking for? So go ahead. Let's... We're looking every from everything from an assistant store manager um, to cashiers to utility workers, which are like um, carts, um, um, grocery clerks. Um, pretty much everything. We have something. We probably have fifty percent filled, but we can always look yeah. for um, more people. Okay. All right. All right. Now Sandra's back. Then KZ Smith, Sandra Jones, Mitchell. Hey, good morning, Lincoln. How you doing today? I hope your uh, day is off to a great start. Yes. Hey, yes. Brian. I have. You know, I'm excited. I I would be out there with balloons on, and just <laughs> I'm excited for Avondale. I'm excited for you. But I'm also excited for especially our seniors. I mean, they have to go miles and Google Cab and just to get to the store. So I'm going to do all I can, not just as the president of Avondale Community Council, but just as someone that loves your family. And I know that this is just a great opportunity to grow your business, but also to grow our city and to grow Avondale. So people got to come out and support you, not just folks from Avondale, but throughout the city, you know, in the county. So I wish you nothing but... But the best, and, and I'm just excited. I, I I can't even stop smiling. I'm so happy. So I just happened to get in my car, and so I'm glad that you are. And if there's anything we need to do as a community council, you can always, the agenda is always open for you, and I'm going to help recruit some workers as well because folks always tell me they need jobs. And, you know, but when it's time to work, that's a whole new different right. story. So we got to do some <laughs> things course. about helping our yeah. folks think about how could they work. Yeah. make money, but also folks right here in the neighborhood, they can walk to work. And so anything I can do personally, you let me know what that is, and I promise you and I will make myself available, okay? Thank okay, you. perfect. All right. Thanks for your call, Sandra. All right. Now, uh, what about security? Somebody said, do you need any security? <laughs> we'll, 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 have, we'll have some security, definitely. But I feel like, uh, you know, the, the, the people are really anticipating they're going to treat this store differently than than in the past. We really feel like that. Would you agree? But we're definitely still going to have, yeah, yeah. you know, security. I mean, because at the end of the day. Yeah. It, you know, that's going to make a difference, you it, know, it whether will. you have a profit <laughs> <That's> or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, we definitely will have security. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> KZ Smith, how are you? Doing pretty good. How you doing, Lincoln? Pretty good. Reverend Smith, what's going on? Well, actually, I had called him for something else. Oh, but, you okay. Know, I heard. I'm listening to the uh, talk about the grocery store. Yes. And I, and again, I know the family, and we've been trying to get that grocery store open for uh, a little while now. And the coalition of churches working with the community builders, they're trying to bring in this grocery store. And this is going to be a five star store. I, I'm telling you, the young man, he does excellent work, and I'm proud of him. And I just look forward to the grocery store opening. Yes, all right. I know there have been some some delays, yeah. and all of that. But you know he's remained faithful, and I know Avondale and the city is really going to appreciate this grocery store. All right. And so, uh, but I had called. Can, can I what I, well, can, I had called in for? And I don't want to. I'll put you on hold. The, I'll put you on hold. Grocery store. Can you hold on? Hey, Tim, you can't okay, be taking out a shine okay. away. Okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> right. Now, down at Finley Market, you—I mean, just what type of meats will you have? Just can you give a rundown of, of all the meats that you will be serving? I know what what you have down at Finley Market, but will it be pretty much the same up there in and Avondale? Some. So we'll have everything from your from your Amish poultry. 
you know, and that's that's whole wings, party wings. Uh, we'll have we'll have um, whole birds, whole birds, all of your different smoked meats, um, all your different smoked meats from ham hocks, ham shanks to turkey smoke, smoked turkey parts. Um, fresh cut bacon. Oh, um, that's, that's my crack. <laughs> bacon is my crack. We have rind on, rind off, jowl bacon. Um, we have everything. Prime All the red. different um, beef cuts, the pork cuts. So you name it, yeah. we'll have it. And, okay, you know, we'll also, when the season comes, we'll have chitlins available to everybody. Okay. Pig feet, hog moths. We, we'll have everything. All right. Uh, and then the favor, you know, you got to have a sales meet. Everybody like yeah, that. Yeah. They love that. And what was that? What else? Garlic bologna. That was another one. Yeah. They were like, you got to have garlic. Of so course. we will have deli meat at the grocery store. Okay. We don't have deli meat downtown, but we will have okay. deli meat at the grocery store okay. as well. All right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great. And what's the name of the store? The Country Meat Co. Marketplace. Okay. Country Meat Co. Marketplace. All right. right. Right there in Avondale. In Avondale. And uh, sometimes in, sometime in March, you're Coming looking up. open. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. They was talking. Am, am I doing a broadcast over there? For yes, the, okay. yes, of course. On so, grand opening. We will yeah. have you there. Grand okay. opening. All right. I know they mentioned it and I hadn't heard any more, but I'll be looking forward to coming over there. Grand opening. Avondale has been waiting for this. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure people will be ready to go. They'll yes. be lined up in there yes. on opening day wait, waiting for you guys to open up. But uh, good luck to you. And, uh, man, it's been a long journey. Cause been a long I've journey. been seeing you for the past two years. Every time I see you, <laughs> when you open it, right. when you know, I know you got tired of seeing me and asking that question. But I'm sure everybody's been asking Everybody has. Yes, Everybody. Yes. But we close. We, yeah. we less than 30 days. So we're here now. And the job fair is when? Saturday, this Saturday, March the 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the actual grocery store, okay. um, 3539 Redding Road. So come out, let people know. If you know someone looking for jobs, we are definitely in the hiring phase, and we're hiring on the spot. Okay, it sounds good to me. Folks, check it out, and you'll hear, uh, you'll hear when the grand opening will be right here on The Buzz. Right you'll here know on when the that's going to happen. That's right. And uh, you got to go and support support uh, the two of you and uh, people need to come out and support you. Like I said, you know, they've been asking for the grocery store. Now you got it. Now we got Let's it. Let's see what you're going to do with it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Appreciate Let's take it. a break. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, KZ Smith, we're back with you. What's on your mind? Yeah, thanks a lot, Lincoln. Thanks for putting me on hold, man. No problem. Um, first of all, I just want to say, you know, that's a great thing with the grocery store. Yeah. And I failed, I failed to mention, uh, you know, Pastor Donald E. Jones, who's uh, Greater New Hope. He's really the president of the Coalition of Churches, and he's really leading this effort to bring the grocery store in. It was due to open uh, some weeks ago, uh, but then there was a setback, and so I'm just glad that it's going to happen now. Uh-huh. And yep. so, again, congratulations. But what I called in is really to um, invite, to encourage uh, everyone to come out to the re-elect uh, Commissioner Alicia Reese fundraiser, which is going to be this Thursday, the 29th, uh, at Makatiwa from 530 to 730. And, you know, I'll have to go through all that she's done and 
all that she continues to do, she's the hardest working elected official that I know. Yes, yes. And so she, she does a lot. And I know it would be very much appreciated, even even if you don't have you know money to give, but it'd be very much appreciated for her just to see you in the place. So again, that's going to be this Thursday, 29th, uh, at uh, Makatiwa with that 5401 Reading Road. Uh, just come in and just show your face in the place. But definitely, um, you know, the, if you can give, it's definitely much appreciated. Even if you only can give a dollar, you know, with the, with the commissioners, I believe you can just really give any amount. And so whatever you can give is, def- is definitely appreciated, but really want to see your face in the place this coming Thursday. All right, KZ, good talking to you. All right, Lincoln, thanks All a right. lot. You take care, man. All right, that's uh, Reverend KZ Smith. Yes, from Corinthian Baptist Church. All right, 513-749-1230. And I can't say it enough. At 115 today, down in the lobby, I'm giving away some free books, books that's been in my office for like the past 20 years up until now. These authors send the books in, you know, they want you to get, here's one from, uh, remember Reggie Love? He used to be Barack Obama's uh, bag man, you know, the guy that's always with him with a bag in his hand. He used to be the bag man for Obama, Reggie Love basketball player, and um, Power Forward, My Presidential Education is what that book is about. So uh, Reggie Love, uh, got a, even got a cookbook, Real Men Cook. How about that? Yeah. Rites, Rituals, and Recipes for Living. And I tell you, folks have all kind of stuff. The Black Book of the American Left. The Black Book of the American Left. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, this is from the Savior's Day, 1999. Louis Farrakhan, Savior's Day from 1999. I think that's a CD in there. Yeah. And Managing Cancer. The African-American Guide to Prevention and Treatment of Cancer. Managing Cancer. Yeah, most of these books have something to do with black folks. And uh, here's one. Everybody's Money Book. Jordan Goodman. He's been on the show several times. Everybody's Money Book. Got that one. And a host of others. Oh, Ken Blackwell. Did I do Ken Blackwell? <laughs> Rebuilding America. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Ken Blackwell. Yes. Ken Blackwell used to be a part owner of the Wiz and the Buzz. Ken Blackwell. Yep. Wanted to run for governor, but they made him, wouldn't let him run when he wanted to. Made him wait. Those Republicans didn't do Ken Blackwell right. He said it was a he said it was a spiracy, a spiracy <laughs> on his commercials. <laughs> yes, and here's one: the itchy, bitchy, nasty. She's all dried up, and 
It's the most powerful book in the world for explaining the irrational and emotional behavior of women. A must read for any male over 18 years of age. For men and boys only, the book that solves all your problems with women, demanding booty and respect for all men, saving marriages every day. <laughs> well, you got to do all that explaining on the cover of the book. It's a terrible, yeah. it's a terrible book. I just need you to know. The, the, the title don't even sound like a title. I know the itchy, bitchy, nasty. She's all dried up. That makes no sense. Makes no that's sense. That's a long way to say I don't like women. As a matter of fact, that's a long way to say I need a boyfriend. Makes no sense at all. And he puts a certificate in here. Sturtsareus.com. Demanding booty and respect for all men. And I guess after you read the book, you get the certificate that shows. <laughs> These folks are crazy. I'm telling you. Anything to get your book to get an interview. Yes. And, of course, my favorite, Marry Your Baby Daddy. I went to this, this uh, lady's out of New York. And every year in Brooklyn, she has a big wedding ceremony for all the people who didn't get married. They got kids, but they never married. So I was up there for a Talkers Magazine convention, and the same weekend they were having the baby daddy. So we went over there and watched the the weddings and everything. And it was pretty neat. All the kids, they really did. They The kids were really happy that their parents were getting married. The kids were happier than the parents were, you know. The kids were overjoyed that their parents were getting married. And it was a great day. Marry your baby daddy. Yeah, it was a great day. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, let's go to Jay Wright. Jay Wright, how are you? Lincoln, where I'm well, man. You know you my man, 100 grand and, and all, brother. And I want to thank you. <clears throat> Well, let me tell you this. I was watching, uh, what was I watching? Uh, one of those news shows uh, Saturday morning, and uh, they interviewed some black folks from South Carolina. And I tell you, I just can't believe how much they love Trump down there, those black folks. Those black folks were paid to, to do that. Like, you know, they, you know, you know, real black people going to get on TV and go on and on about how they love Donald Trump. They, they, I, no, I, now, the news, NBC is not going to pay somebody. For an interview oh, it, like that, it, well, maybe it, you think probably didn't. You thinking the Trump folks paid him to say absolutely. that? I absolutely, absolutely, Lincoln man. Here in the South, there's no way in the world anybody could like Donald Trump. There's no, it, it, it's just not possible. Yesterday, he made a dumbest statement about black people liking him because he got a mugshot. You know, he made us all sound like criminals. You know, yeah, it, yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. That whole thing about being judged by actually a few. Yeah, it, 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 it's holding on. But Lincoln, let me say this to you, man. Lincoln, don't call my nephew no bag man. Well, that's you what said, you, you said. My nephew, uh, you said Reggie was uh, Barack Obama's bag. That's man. what they called him. <laughs> I know what they, what, what they <laughs> did. They called him the bag man. And and, and and I think Barack tried to clean it up early on, right? <laughs> called to, to say to say Re Reggie was his personal aide. And anytime yeah. I talk about him, I, you know, I just called his mom. Said I got to call the station, man. There's a uh, <laughs> Lincoln dogging out, Reggie. I, I, so, I'm just saying what they said they, in the book. They called him the bag man. Yeah, well, they called him, they labeled him at one point at the beginning of 
when he first started with Barack as a senator, um, as his uh, body man. Yeah, body man, body man. Is what they initially called him, but, you know, and then, right, and, right, and then, but when he's always had that bag, like uh, he was carrying some kind of bag with him, and then they start calling him the bag man. Lincoln, I tell you, Reggie went through all kind of stuff, being called all kind of crazy nonsense. But the book was a number one bestseller, and um, you know, of course, Reggie didn't publishers yeah. bought him out, and and then they 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 pushed the book, but. Um, you know, but a great experience, man, for a young man that, you know, you, you, you watch grow up to have six years in the White House. Um, so Reggie's done well, man. He's yes. done, he, and he is doing well. His mom was just on Boone Hall Plantation on my speaker series yesterday. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude's done well, number one bestseller. And, um, but, but Lincoln, man, when, when you look at these folks in, in, in Michigan, um, as they head for this, this, this Donald Dump, yeah. um, uh, election, do you think at this point that we, maybe we deserve him? I know I asked you that before. Do you think we just deserve him based on no, some of the stuff? No, we, I don't think we deserve Donald Trump. Why would we deserve him? And I'm so happy Nikki Haley is staying in the race just to be a thorn in his side. Exactly. So, Nick, so of 40% of the people wanted her, that's 40% of the people that don't want yeah, him. Yeah. Right? So now, is that favorable to uh, to Joe Biden? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. But okay. she says she says the country don't want Trump or Biden, and that she's the best alternative. And some of the polls they have her beating Biden if uh, if she can get Trump out of there. But you know, if Nikki had played politics here in South Carolina, she could have got the black votes to come out and vote for her. In that the other day in that primary, she could have done it if she had played played the game right. But instead, all she did here, she was on that dumb dude, um, Charlemagne. I'll never call him nothing else but that Charlemagne show. Yeah, and um, you know, talking all the nonsense about race and this and that and the other. He never attempted to correct her, and so she played her like like literally here in the South Carolina. The goal is and the theme is don't worry about the black votes. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I hope she can stay in a little longer. I hear some of her millionaire donors are pulling out. So uh, she may not even make it to Super Super Tuesday. I don't see it happening, Lincoln. But if she does, then she'd just be hanging around just to be a thorn in the side. But yeah. I'll tell you what I do like about her. I like some of the things she's saying about him. Yeah. She's saying oh, yeah. things about him that, that, that the Democrats nobody... don't say. The, the Democrats are afraid to say. The Democrats are afraid to say, I love that part of her right now, and I want her to stick yeah. around for a couple more months because I want to hear more of what she has to say about him. Uh, because if she's doing nothing else, she is saying something that it seems like nobody else in the world is willing to, t- to take on this man but her. So, right. Thank All you, right. Lincoln, man. And, Jay Wright. And, and, uh, and, and remember, when you went to see Barack Obama, when your wife and your, your mother-in-law went to see Barack Obama, it was Reggie that got those tickets, brother. Thank you. Oh, please. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for your call. Uh, 749-1230 513 is the area code Lincoln we're with you till 1 o'clock we need to take a break and then we'll come back 1230 The Buzz 1230 WDBZ The Buzz of Cincinnati your talk station is Lincoln Ware on a Monday I'll be around till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at 1, Reverend Al Sharpton, he'll be keeping it real, keeping it real. 
Um, I've got a pair of tickets to give away to see Stu at the Playhouse in the Park. Have you been there lately since they fixed it all up? It's really nice up at Playhouse in the Park. Uh, this will be March 3rd through April 7th. The uh, Pulitzer Prize finalist Zora Howard's Stu tells a captivating, funny, and intimate story about the relationship between mothers, daughters, and the realities that bind them together. How about that? It's called Stu, and it'll be at the Playhouse in the Park March 3rd through the 7th. And if you want to go, be caller number uh, 6. Caller number 6 right now at 513-749-1230. Caller 6 at 513-749-1230. You're caller 1, looking for 6. You're caller 2, I'm looking for 6. You're caller 3, I'm looking for caller number 6. You're caller 4, I'm looking for 6. You're caller 5, oh, you're so close. I'm looking for number 6. Sorry about your luck. Okay, and you are caller number six. What's your name? Mary. Mary, congratulations, Mary. You're caller number six, winner of two tickets to see Stu at Playhouse in the Park, March 3rd through the 7th. How about that? That's great. All right, where are you calling from? From St. Joseph in the West End. Okay, over there. In the, I thought they had closed that place down. They closed the school. Oh, you church. at the church. Okay, you at the church. Okay. All right. What station just made you a winner? 1230 The Buzz. All right. Hold on, Mary. We'll get some information from you and tell you how you can get your tickets. All right. Let's uh, move along. Let's go to Marcus. Marcus, i got a book for you from Ken Blackwell. You need to uh, come. <laughs> What what book? I, I'm good, brother. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where is the book? Uh, let's see. It's right here. It's called. Uh, well, I can't find it now. But anyway, no, no, I'm, I figured I'm you good would, anyway, bro. You would like that book. It's called Rebuilding America. A, a prescription for creating strong families, building the wealth of working people, and ending welfare. That's what he calls. Mm. All right. It's some of like some of the stuff you talk about. Huh? Some of the stuff you always talk about. Oh, I, I always talk about it, man. I, you know, uh, hell, if you if, if you think about it, you know, when when it comes to Cat Williams and uh, some of these other comedians, yeah, they selling out their whole shows talking about the stuff I've been talking about for thirty years. <laughs> oh, jeez, like what, so, Marcus? What, like what, what, what would Cat Williams say that you've been saying for the last thirty years? Uh, you know, about, uh, you know, all this gay ass stuff going on and transgender and, uh, you know, men identified as women and <laughs> it, it, all the sick stuff. They, they oh. talk about it now, oh. you know, so it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's just another day and, and people are really, I really, when you go to, to the Cat Williams show, listen to what he's says and you'll be like damn he was saying that for 30 years everything <laughs> about this sick gay stuff and everything else and that's why i'm so glad that president trump finally said what i've been saying for years they treat me like a black man oh, now you know i've God. said oh, that i think you have said that before but you know that how ridiculous what does that make i mean uh, in other words all blacks are criminals there are no whites who have been indicted before and things like that why it's got to be relate him to black folks because he's got 91 indictments. 
he goes there and indicting for anything and just trying to, you know, basically, uh, if he was the average black person, he would have ran out of money and had to go to jail. And that's what they've been doing for years. And, and black people just will not admit it. I mean, like, you know, from the start when, you know, like I said, I, I came back from the military and I saw that they had shut down the, um, the vocational school at Taft. I mean, state of the art, diesel, everything. They had, they had shut it down. And, you know, that's when all the brothers start going to jail. They were indicting you I, for anything. I, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't even know. Well, so, I don't know what type of programs they had at Taft uh, during the time you're talking about. I never heard of them having a diesel every, a diesel uh, engine program down there. Lincoln, they had, they had the uh, culinary arts thing that's up at CTC. They moved it right from Taft up to CTC. They moved the uh, automobile thing from Hughes. They had state-of-the-art automobile up there, repair everything. They moved well, that to CTC. And, and I think that's, I mean, I don't think Cincinnati Public Schools were able to sustain those no, programs yes, like they that. Were. Lincoln, come on, man! I were. came out. Of, I came, when I came, Lincoln. When I came out of high school, I had so many skills that when I went into the military, I was just going through the schools for the hell of it, man. Because I already knew the majority of it. But the problem was they shut. They took all that stuff, and it went from being free to you had to pay for it. And then it was at the same time you had Jim. Jim uh, uh, Jim Crow, 1994, Jim Biden Crow, and the brothers were going to jail for, to, uh, for child support. I mean, the, the way that a society is supposed to work is that you come out of school, you get gainful employment, and then you pay your taxes, and then those taxes go back into the school. Well, that's what we've been arguing about is how Democrats have broke that. They broke it bad. I mean, now you got to pay for everything. Everybody's in debt. I mean, in fact, I had the figures where 70% of black, over 70% of black males from the urban area came out of vocational school with gainful employee, uh, or gainfully employed prior to 1980 when they start, uh, taking the vocational schools out. And then all of a sudden we had a tax levy for a new jail. You remember that? Uh, I remember the tax levy for the new jail. The preachers, they got the preachers behind that. Right. They told so them they that, were going to make sure everybody uh, got a diploma before they left jail. <laughs> I got to go, so, Marcus. I'm out of time. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Uh, maybe Janice. Janice, one of my Facebook Live, maybe she, I don't know what the real reason Cincinnati Public Schools gave for closing down Quarter Tech and some of the other vocational programs they had in other public schools. Does anybody remember, is anybody still around that remembers when they uh, closed Quarter Tech down? I think it was, what year was that? Uh, Was it uh, like 70 69, 70, 71, somewhere in there? Did they give a reason? And if they did, what was the reason? Now, I don't want anybody guessing. If you really know the reason, I'd like to hear from you at 513-749-1230. Why did they 
sort of phase out of the vocational part of uh, Cincinnati Public Schools. Quarter Tech and some other schools had some pretty good programs. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Blade and Ray holding on. It's Lincoln Ware with you. I've got tickets to give away to uh, When a Woman's Fed Up next hour. So make sure you stick around for that. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, Lincoln Ware, and it's Monday, and it's gonna be pretty, you know, on and off. Today's nice, weather's nice. Tomorrow, I think it'll be okay until it starts raining, but temperatures can't ask for better temperatures in February. I mean, geez, gonna be like sixty-five today, and like I said, one fifteen, I'll be down in the lobby giving away some great black books. I could have my own black book fair almost. <laughs> Here's another one. The Blueprint, Obama's Plan. I got that. Um, and it's got Ken Blackwell and Ken Kaluski. What the heck? Okay. The Life and Death of a Player. <laughs> yes. The Life and Death of a Player. How about that one? And let's see. Oh, here's one. Um, this was a great book. Uh, Keep on Fighting. Marion Spencer. Marion Spencer. Keep on Fighting. The late, great Marion Spencer. Got that book. Through the Eyes of Amos Allen. And I'm trying to figure out, was Amos Allen... It's got, uh, he's from Odessa, Florida, but this looks like Winton Terrace. This building looks like a building in Winton Terrace. Would anybody agree with me on that? So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Through the eyes of Amos Allen, but he has an address in Odessa, Florida. So I don't know. And, I mean, I just got so many. Cry Like a Man by Jason Wilson. Fighting for freedom from emotional incarceration. Cry Like a Man. Oh, man. I, I can believe I, I collected all these books over the years. Unbelievable. Profiles in Injustice. Profiles in Injustice. I mean, there's just so many of them. All right. Let's go to Ray. Ray, how are you? Hey, buddy. How's it going? This is Blade. I know. That's what I said, Blade. Didn't I say Blade? You said Ray. I thought I said Blade. Don't <laughs> never call me that crybaby's name. The guy that pays, pays his daughter to do things. Hey, let me tell you, buddy. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to bring this up because uh, I had to throw the conversation off for y'all. To, uh, I had to tell y'all about Chick-fil-A, whatever. Because you had that weirdo, um, Ozzy. He was down here about a year ago calling every uh, Chick-fil-A asking to blade on Chick-fil-A. Sound like a fool. So I had to stop, because I didn't want to get a restraining order order on him. He's a real weirdo. 
he called every Chick-fil-A down here and try to see do a blade on Chick-fil-A. There's there's no blade. That's a radio name. He's an idiot. <laughs> and um hey man. Yeah. Um I try to respect these idiots, but that idiot down south, uh Mr. Wrong, Mr. Wright. Jay Wright. Uh yeah, that idiot. Cause he act like that y'all really know each other. I know you can be a nice I know you probably hung up with him a couple of times and you find out he's a strange person. Well, we we walked to Columbus together when we uh, were with uh, Eric Kearney walking to Columbus. And then when I went down to uh, 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 Charleston, South Carolina, I did give him a call, and he showed us around down there a little bit. Yeah, but he's a real idiot. Anytime a black man calling another black man, asking him, he tried to make the conversation real normal. Do you want to buy a plantation? And he, he... He's really believing that hype that people want to go buy a plantation <laughs> and want to go see a plantation. Yeah. I'm glad that idiot is back down south. Um, but, you know, the conversation is wrong. Um, yeah, I think you're off on it, but I know you're, you're dying, bleeding liberals. No. Um, Trump is going to take it, and, I, and it's embarrassing that that old, ugly white woman keep on talking about who's old, uh, who's too old. He's, he's too ugly. Oh so that's why a lot of white people are looking at her like, you know, you you in your 50s. How are you telling somebody they old? And you and you old and ugly. And well, for somebody, a presidential candidate, 50 is not old. Well, for her, for, for a woman who's ugly like that, she, oh my she God. needs to get oh, I mean, you know. She's, not, you the, know, she's not what I would consider ugly. You know, I know it sounds, you know, because when a black man says this, it, it, it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, she, but so you got, the, look, you, you got you, the white woman. You got the white woman saying every day that people your age are too old to do, be doing what you're doing, and you're not insulted by it. <laughs> no, I mean the old look, ugly white I, woman. I think there should be a cutoff age for president. It probably should man. be. Yeah. Hey, if you can change the world and you got an army behind you. Who's who's wrong? But you know she's very annoying, and everywhere she goes, she lo- she's losing everything. You're just mad because she's still giving Trump hell. She's a pain in his ass, and you're mad about that. You want her out of the not, race? Not really. I mean, the old ugly white woman. Oh my goes, god! Sit down. She she's a loser, and you know she is. And also, hey man, one more thing. She's a uh, fighter. It sounds like she's a fighter to me. No, she sound like she sound like a loser. Uh, and she's crying. fighting against Trump, and she's telling you, really, how everybody else feels about Trump. She's saying it. She's got the guts to say it. She's got a no, pair. She's got a bigger pair than you have, Blade, and she's saying nah, it. She sound like, she sound like a, 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 a old loser that got their own um, um, show on YouTube snitching on everybody. That's what <laughs> she sound like. These, these losers that got access to the mic and to TV, man. I wish they did disappear. Peace Th- out, bro. Thanks for your call. All right. And I did have a book here by Amos Allen. And I'm like, I'm like this place looks just like Winton Terrace. And they had a little letter inside the book. Uh, it says, my name is Heather Allen. I'm the wife of Amos Allen, who is 100% disabled veteran with terminal cancer. Although he's had three uh, these obstacles, he has continued to feed and clothe the needy in the Tampa Bay area for over 20 years. 
Then it goes on to say, um, um, Amos worked two jobs as a kid. And where did it say Cincinnati? Okay. Uh, Our daughter is currently in college and pursuing her degree in communications. My husband is from Cincinnati and all of his family still resides there. It's a short and powerful read and would appreciate if you could pass the word about the book. It's available through Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. It's inspiring. And if you have any other questions, feel free to contact me. Okay. So, so uh, Amos Allen is from Cincinnati and his family is still here. And that is Wenton Terrace. I knew when I, I'm like, this looks like, but you know, a lot of these projects, a lot of them look alike. They like cookie cutters and they look like this everywhere you go. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, and that's just one of the many, 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 many books that I have to give away today at 115 down in the lobby, (laughs) down in the lobby. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz.